So reading Srimad Bhagavad Gita 9.30 Apichetsu Duracharo Vajate Mamananjaba Sadureva Samantavya Samyagvavasito Hesaha Api Devan Chet If Sudurachara, one committing the most abominable action, Bajate is engaged in devotional service. Mam, unto me, Ananyabhak, without deviation. Sadhu, the same. Eva, suddenly. Saha, he. Mantavyaha is to be considered samyak completely. Yavasitaha situated in determination. Suddenly, saha he. Translation Even if one commits the most abominable action, if he is engaged in devotional service, it is to be considered saintly. Because it's properly situated in his determination. Can you repeat? Even if one commits the most abominable action, if he is engaged in devotional service, it will be considered saintly. Because it's properly situated in his, in his, in his determination. The word su durachara used in this world is very significant and we should understand it properly. When a living entity is conditioned, he has two kinds of activity. One is conditional and the other is constitutional. As for protecting the body or abiding by the rules of society and state, certainly there are different activities even for the devotee. In connection with the conditioned life and such activities are called conditional. Besides this, the living entity who is fully conscious of spiritual nature and is engaged in Krishna consciousness or devotional service of the Lord, as activities are called transcendental. Such activities are performed in the constitutional position and they are technically called devotional service. Now in the conditioned state, sometimes devotional service and the conditional service in relation to the body will parallel one another. But then again, sometimes these activities may become opposed to one another. As far as possible, a devotee is very cautious so that he does not do anything which could disrupt his wholesome condition. He knows that perfection in his activity depends on his progressive realization of Krishna consciousness. Sometimes, however, it may be seen that a person in Krishna consciousness commits some act which may be taken as most abominable socially or politically. But such a temporary fall-down does not disqualify him. In the Srimad Bhagavatam it is stated that if a person falls down but is wholeheartedly engaged in transcendental love and service of the Lord, Supreme Lord, the Lord being situated in the heart, purifies him and excuses him from that abomination. The material contamination is so strong that even a yogi fully engaged in the service of the Lord sometimes becomes ensnared by Krishna conscious, Krishna conscious is so strong that such an occasional fall down is at once rectified. 
And therefore the process of devotional service is always a success. No one should deride a devotee for some accidental fall down from the ideal path. And so, as explained in the next verse, such occasional fall down will be stopped in due course as soon as the devotee is completely situated in Krishna consciousness. And therefore, a person who is situated in Krishna consciousness and is engaged with determination in the process of chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, should be considered to be in the transcendental position even if by chance or accident he is found to have fallen. The word Sadhu Reva is saintly, very, are very empathic. They are warning to the non-devotees that because of an accidental fall down, a devotee should not be derided. He should be considered saintly even if he has accidental fall down. The word Mantavya is still more empathic. If one does not follow this rule and derides a devotee for accidental fall down, then one is dissolving the order of the Supreme Law. The only qualification of a devotee is to be unflinchingly and exclusively engaged in the devotional service. In the Narishma Puranam, the following statement is given. Bhavati chahara anyanti seta varsha malinopi virajitya manusha nae shasakalusha chalabir kadachi timira prapara bhavantam paiti chandraha. The meaning is that even if one fully engaged in devotional service to the Lord is sometimes found engaged in abominable activities, this activity should be considered to be like sport that resembles the mug of a rabbit on the moon. Such sport do not become an impediment to the diffusion of moonlight. Similarly, the accidental fall down of a devotee from the path of a saintly character does not make him abominable. On the other hand, one should not misunderstand that a devotee in transcendental devotional service can act in all kinds of abominable ways. This verse only refers to an accident due to the strong power of material connection. Devotional service is more or less a declaration of war against the illusory energy. As long as one is not strong enough to fight the illusory energy, there may be accidental fall down. But when one is strong enough, he is no longer subject to such fall down as previously explained. So no one should take advantage of this verse and commit nonsense and think that he is still a devotee. If he does not improve in his character by devotional service, then he is to be understood that he is not a high devotee. This verse has been often misquoted by many. Yes? Uh, they think that you, even you are very high grade and you will fall down. Huh? They say, oh, see, accidental fall down. Especially the people from Iskon, they say this, when the Guru fall down, they quote this verse. Accidental fall down, Prabhu, you must forget. Yes? So we are, we have to be very careful to understand this, you know. Because material energy is very overpowering, you know. Especially when we are in the neophyte stage, then it is inevitable, you know. Tough, correct? Maya, today good, tomorrow not good, correct? So in the neophyte stage, this is quite uh, excusable. But when one is in the advanced stage, yeah, Prabhupada said, 
first class the body cannot fall down. Second class the body also cannot fall down. But third class the body he will fall down. See? So there are three grades of the body. Yes? So we will look at that. I think it's in the CC, yeah? 22 what? 22? 72. So these verses are from the 11th canto 5. These are from 11 to 44, 45. So just for your information, if you are aware, a person advanced in devotional service, see within the everything, the soul of the soul, the Supreme Personality of God is Sri Krishna. Constantly he always sees the form of the Supreme Personality of God that is the cause of all causes, understand that all things are situated in him. So this verse means that the person uh, advanced in devotional service sees within everything the soul of the soul. That means you see God in your heart. And not only in your heart, in everything. That means the inside, the tree, the plant, everywhere he reminds him of Krishna. You understand this point? He does not see the body and he gets attracted and he you know what I mean? Because he is always reminded of Krishna. That is a pure devotee. He cannot be attacked by Maya. If you see God everywhere, can he be attacked by Maya? Not possible. You understand? So, he has explained. I go through this first class devotee so you understand. I show you a few verses on this. Hmm? This divinity of the Personality of Godhead is not affected by the qualities of material nature, even though he is in contact with them. Similarly, the devotees who have taken shelter of the Lord do not become influenced by the material qualities. So, Maya cannot touch the Lord. She is always staying at the back. She is never in the front, just like shadow. She is like a shadow, correct? Shadow comes from what? Some object, right? Shadow itself has no base, yes? So Maya is like that. In the same way, one important point here to note is that those devotees who have taken shelter of the Lord do not become influenced by material qualities. So this is referring to these pure devotees. Because they are always with the Lord. Eh? Maya cannot touch them. Even though, you see, even though they are with Maya, So you see here again, this is another very important point. The influence of material nature cannot harm an enlightened soul. That, that means a person who is in the first class, first position, Maya cannot harm an enlightened soul. You follow? So if someone say in this person is a big guru and he fell down, uh, it doesn't 
You understand? Damage is not big guru. Correct? You understand this point? Even though he engages in material activities because he knows that the truth of the Absolute and his mind is fixed in the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So this point is very important, correct? Even though he is engaged in material activities, still Maya cannot touch him. You understand? Because you are going to encounter people who are going to speak otherwise, you know. No, 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 you have to understand. Brahma also fell down. Shiva also fell down. <laughs> so what you will say? If they say like that, what will you say? Brahma fell down, Shiva fell down. What is that? Indra also fell down. Everybody fell down. <laughs> Krishna also fell down. He danced with so many gopis, yes? I only dance with one gopi per <laughs> eh? Yeah, only one too. You have to excuse me, yeah? Can? So how you answer this question? I think that's the best way to give a class. I need you to explain to me so that you learn. So they speak like this, what is your counter-argument? What do you say? Brahma fell down, Shiva fell down, who else fell down? Indra fell down, Indra is always falling down. So many people fall down. So my Guru Maharaj, he fell down, what are you objecting? Prabhu? In fact, they have changed already. The whole uh, philosophy in ISKCON now, if one bus breaks down, no problem Prabhu, you take another bus. The gurus have become bus. <laughs> so tell me how you counter this argument because you are going to be preaching. Tell me. Hello. You're giving big, big classes, I think, yeah? This is practical because you have to face challenges, yes? So Prabhupada was, one devotee told this to Prabhupada, you know. You got a letter? Huh? You got the letter, Prabhupada said? Huh? You see what Prabhupada said, he's going to put it up for you. Huh? Uh, how to do? How to do, huh? what, when? Uh, yes, just do this. Function F2. Function F2. F2, F2. Function F2. Then uh, double quote. Huh? Double quote. Double quote means how? <laughs> yeah? Double quote means what? Oh, that, uh, okay, this thing. Okay, our Nithai. Huh? Our Nithai. Let me see, yeah. Give me. Double quote, huh? Oh, one code is coming, I'll come on. Shift, shift and then run. Huh? <laughs> Let's see how illiterate I am. <laughs> Technically, I am... This one, huh? This one, shift oh. and this one. I did that, you know. Someone other is not coming. No, shift and this Okay, then. Then, our Nithai. Huh? Our Nithai. Our? Who you are? Nithai. Then again. Okay, and then. Yeah. okay, you see this is what Prabhupada said. Huh? 
Uh, you take note, because this is very important verse, you know, because I want you to keep this, because you will encounter, you know, people who are going to speak like that, see? So, Achayananda, I was recently told by one devotee that the Acharya does not have to be a pure devotee. I met him when I was there in 1979. He was the temple president of Vrindavan. What? Prabhupada said, what? Akshayananda. That the Acharya does not have to be a pure devotee. Prabhupada, who is that rascal? <laughs> See how Prabhupada is saying? Huh? Well, he said, who said it? Prabhupada, who said it? Who is that rascal? The Acharya does not require to be a pure devotee. Akshayananda said, it is Nitai. Nitai said it. He said in this context, he said that Lord Brahma is the Acharya and the Brahma Sampradaya, but yet he is sometimes afflicted by passion, so therefore he is saying that he appears that the Acharya does not have to be a pure devotee, so it does seem, it does not seem right. See this point? Yeah? So, Prabhupada says, so, who is that rascal? I want to know who said. Nitai, Nitai. Nitai says that, laughs in this belief. Who is Nitai Das? Our Nitai. Nitai, oh, our Nitai, oh. He said he couldn't understand it. He thought, he said that he thought, he manufactured this idea. Therefore, he is a rascal. Did this thing? Uh, therefore, he is a rascal. Nitai has become an authority. No, actually he said that he thought. He thought something rascal and he's expressing that. Therefore, he's more rascal. These things are going on. As soon as he reads some books, he becomes an acharya and whatever rascal he may be. Is that Prabhupada saying? A little knowledge and he becomes what? So, Akshayananda, so there's, there's no doubt that Lord Brahma is the pure devotee. Whatever he may be, he is acharya. So you, then Krishna is also passionate. Krishna danced with so many gopis, therefore he is passionate. Huh? See how Prabhupada is giving the analogy. They, these things are to be seen in that way. That such exalted person, he sometimes become passionate. So how much we shall be careful? See how Prabhupada is giving the example. If big people can be influenced like this, how much you will affect us? Correct? Huh? See? This is the instruction. Then, we, we petty things, petty person, how much we shall be careful? It is not that Acharya has become passionate, therefore I shall become passionate. I am strict follower of Acharya, this rascal say. See how Prabhupada is giving it. Oh, he fell down, so therefore I also can. Huh? Correct? See? So, Arisuri, Lord Brahma being attracted to his daughter, that is just an example, Prabhupada. So, why you discuss this? Uh, therefore, you should be attracted with your daughter, mother. Do you think so like that? See how this property is given? Hmm? Uh, no, in this world, this is our disease. This is our disease, yes. That disease, Brahma, Lord Shiva also, he was attracted to Mohini, so they are Iswara, they are controllers. So the instruction is that even such personalities may be sexually attracted. So how much we shall remain careful? This is the instruction. 
like the other rascal who was saying that Krishna was killed by hunter. Therefore, hunter is greater than Krishna. Raja Gopalacharya, Raja Gopalacharya has written in Mahabharata, Krishna was killed by hunter. Therefore, the hunter is Indian man. Krishna passes away. The heading of the chapter. Yeah? <laughs> in his Mahabharata, he writes the heading of the chapter, Krishna passes away. Can you imagine this? Yeah? You said about a couple of years ago that what ordinary man would be killed if he was shot in the arrow by a heel. I mean, shot in the heel by an arrow. No ordinary dies that way. How, how can a guy die if he's shot in the leg now? Correct? Yes, you put some plaster and bandage and you're okay, right? But Krishna passes away. Is it? So proper. So who reads Rajagopal's Mahabharata? Uh, laughter. They are rotting at Bharatya Vidya Bhavan. Eh? Action. They are rotting in the bookshelves and the insects are eating. <laughs> Indian man in Somnath. I went last year when, I, when I was in Gujarat, the people say they don't believe. The people of Somnath, they, he was killed by like that. So the philosophy is simply for their name. So they put some kind of theory so that people can go. They can understand all this nonsense. This pastime of Krishna to make the fools more fool. One who is thinking of Krishna as an ordinary man, Krishna says, this Krishna is playing the part to show them, yes, you see, I am dying. This you see. Right? What he said, Abhajante ma muta. Muta janmani janmani. He will remain Muddha, Janmani, Janmani. This is the pastime. Life after life, we shall remain true rascal. So this Gopalacharya and company, they all remain in darkness, life after life. For them, this pastime, the Vajan, Muta, Manushyam Tan, Mashrita. Fool derived me when I descend in the human form. They did not know my transcendental nature and my supreme dominant all that being. The rascal think of me as an ordinary human being. To rascal, he is playing like, yes. You see, I am an ordinary human being. Just see, I am dying. This is to keep them life after life in darkness. It is so easy to understand Krishna, that he is dying. Acha. I have read it, I have seen, he has died. Then what is the use of saying, Manushya Sahasre Out of many thousands of men, one may endeavor perfection, and of those who have achieved perfection, happily one knows me in truth. Out of many millions of persons who can understand Krishna, then what is the use of saying this? If it is so easy to understand Krishna, what he is doing, what for he is doing, then everyone should understand Krishna. Then what is the use of saying Manushya? Sahasrishu, that is co-intelligent. Bahunam Janmanam, therefore Krishna says, uh, therefore Prabhupada says, that vidhi parnipatena paritparishtena seva. Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master, inquire from him submissively and enter service of him. Self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because he is in truth. For one who knows, who go and understand from them, from the Guru, don't make your interpretation rascal, you shall remain always a rascal. Then what is the use of all these verses? If it is so easy to understand Krishna, then why Krishna said, Tatvidi Pranipatena Pariprasnini Sevaya? Then you will understand. Go to the right person who has seen. But the rascal philosophers, they put up in their book that 
you don't need to go to spiritual master. Like one lady, she was staying in our temple. She's a life member from, I think, from Kanpur. She was discussing with her, with her yesterday. I was discussing with her yesterday. She said that your devotees are forcing me that she should accept Prabhupada as a spiritual master. She said, no, I know Krishna. I'm reading Srimad Bhagavad And she told me that she has read in the book that one did not go to the spiritual master. See that? I don't know which Bhagavad you read. What? But what is she? Why is she staying here? You have to ask her to go. You have to ask them to go. No? See how Prabhupada is saying? People who think like that cannot stay here. Huh? Understand? You know, part of us, you can think and talk like this. This is the first I have heard of it. I'm going to tell her to go if she is well not. She told me. I never heard this before. No, no, she's staying there as a paying guest. What? No, she won. She said, she paid us 1100 rupees in Kanpur and I don't know the devotees, they promised her she can come and and she can stay in our temple, but they never told her the four regulatory principles to accept the Guru. No, no, that's not true. She wants the money back. So <laughs> give her, give her back. Sometimes we have also this problem. Come here, goodness. She can have it back, there's no problem. She should go, give her back. So why don't you give her immediately? <laughs> Get it over. <laughs> Does it go more? Is something else already? Yeah? So the point is that Prabhupada said that the thing we are understood that if anyone who talks like this, the example of Brahma falling and Shiva falling is to teach us an example that such person, great personalities, they act in this way to show us that how dangerous Maya is. You understand? It's not that because they fall then everybody is falling. This is not the logic. You understand? It's important to know this point. You cannot use that example to illustrate your falling down. That is completely different. Yes? So especially if you are protected by Maya, especially if you are Guru, first class person, he cannot fall down. He cannot. They are very expert in catching the super soul. You know that word? Huh? 3.29 they are very expert in catching the super soul from, just like you can, you know, take air. You know, you breathe, you seeing things, you know, fruits, you pluck them. 329, you see here. So in this verse, chapters about the super soul, how you, you know, if anyone is three twenty-nine twenty. So you see here, As the chariot of air carries an aroma from its source and immediately catches the sense of smell. Similarly, 
one who is constantly engaged in devotional service in Krishna consciousness catch the super soul, supreme soul who is equally present everywhere. A pure devotee, that's why in that verse, Bhagavad Gita, you know that verse? No? Hello? Bhagavad Gita, come on. Yeah, you see, in the Bhagavad Gita, the same thing it says here. Sarva Bhutasnam Atmanam Sarva Bhutani Chatmani Ikchate Yoga Yuktatma Sarvatra Samadarshanaha. A self, a true yogi observes me in all beings and also sees, also sees every being in me. And then the self-realized person sees me, the same Supreme Lord everywhere. Unless he's seeing the Lord everywhere, how he can catch the Lord? Correct? Catching means not like catching, you know, using some net and rope over. It's with the mind, you know. You are always with the... Understand? The next verse, you see, again, very important, these two verses in the sixth chapter. Yomam pasyati sarvatra sarvam cha mahi pasyati kasyaham na pranashyami sacha mena pranashyati so here I see, for one who sees me everywhere and sees everything in me, I am never lost, nor he is ever lost to me. So how can a person who is never lost fall down? Can he fall down? Eh? Can he fall down? Someone is always with the Lord, can he fall down? Huh? Can Maya touch him? There's a verse also, you know. Krishna is speaking this verse, eh? the gopis are speaking, right? 10, 30, 3, 34. Is that anyone? Everybody seems to be lost. Why is something wrong today? 33, It looks like everybody is puzzled. I don't know what's happening here. I'm in the wrong class or something. <laughs> yes. See, the gopis are saying, the gopis are speaking about the great sadhus. Eh? Materialistic activities never entangle the devotees of the Supreme Law. See this point? Just now we read, right? That great devotees who are enlightened, they cannot fall down. Yes? Even Maya, even if they work with Maya, correct? Yes or no? Just now we saw the words, right? So material activities never entangle the devotees of the Supreme Lord. How can you fall down? This is spoken by Sukadeva Goswami. Yeah, yeah. Who are fully satisfied by serving the dust of the lotus feet, nor do material activities entangle those intelligent sages who have freed themselves from the bondage of all fruitive reaction by the power of yoga. So, how could there be any question of bondage of the, for the Lord Himself who assumed the transcendental form according to His own sweet will? If Maya cannot touch His servant, then how the Maya can touch Him? Does it make sense? Yeah? The Gopis are saying, you know, Sukadeva Goswami is saying, point about how Krishna is 
doing the Ras Leela. He cannot be affected by Maya. So try to understand that devotees cannot... Now you are talking about a pure devotee, eh? not, not any ordinary devotee. A pure devotee cannot fall down. He cannot fall down. Period. See? So what's happening in our ISKCON, this is why we are different from ISKM and ISKCON, the difference is that they are teaching that a pure devotee can fall down. Do you understand this point? Are you aware? Yes. But Shastra is what is the basis? What is Shastra saying? Can a pure devotee fall down? You know why? You must know, no, they say you cannot be. <laughs> Correct? Huh? Maya cannot touch the pure devotee. Right, simple this point we have explained from 9.30 now, correct? They will quote this 9.30 again, they will say, look, a pure devotee, you know, Prabhupada said, you know, even if you fall down, you must forgive him, blah, blah, blah. Huh? There's no such thing. If a pure devotee is so-called pure devotee, you fall down, then you must reject him. You must reject him. There's a big controversy going on in Iskon right now. There's a two camp. They started the, the woman, the woman to become gurus. They started that. And as a result, they are fighting with uh, the Indian devotees in India who are supporting Lokanath, who happened to touch the private part of a, a, little, a little girl some 30 years ago. So that is for sannyasi and guru, this is not acceptable. Firstly, to be a guru is not acceptable because Prabhupada never gave them the authorization. So now the woman and the and the and the, all the white devotees, they are what we say, not allowing that to go on. Whereas the Indian devotees are arguing, they say, look, it has been happened thirty years ago, it's all right, no, we can. So in this way there's already a what? A divide, you know. So you see how? Then Prabhupada also said that. Prabhupada said the moment you try to put something in against the teaching of the of, of Prabhupada, then there will be a schism. You understand? There will be two parties. And in this way both parties become useless. So try to understand, you cannot go beyond Prabhupada teaching. Now they are trying to put a Prabhupada, establish him 125 years. I'm sure you are aware they are building this huge temple, right? Do you know in Mayapur they are building the huge temple? So they are trying to put Prabhupada there in this year, is 125 year anniversary of Prabhupada. They have already put yesterday. They put yesterday? But who came? Nobody. Uh, yeah. All came? All Harishuri Prabhu and... Who? Harishuri. Harishuri. Ari Suri fell down three times here, you know, Sanyasi. Sea View Hotel. You know. And then you know, he fell down because at that time I was in America, you know. You see, he, you know, he fell down and he blamed who? He blamed me. I said, I'm not here. I said, well, why? No, because you're not here, I fell down. I, I, I was there in America because I left here in 1984, yeah. You know, you see, you know, this is a statement. I'm here, I, I get the blame. I'm not here, I also get the blame. I mean, look. How they are very clever, you know, you understand? So you see, how this is so dangerous. So, 
this uh, they put him in a brown car. They all the Indian dwellers were there. Lokanath was there? Yeah, and Jayapatak. Huh? Jayapatak. Jayapatak was there. Oh, very good. So anyway, all these names, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I live with all of them. They are my god brothers, you know. So I know them very well. When uh, Jayapataka came to Amambatan temple, he was running and playing catching with Mahamprabhu. Mahaprabhu was a small boy then. Uh, he was running and trying to catch him. <laughs> And Lokanath also came, I know, all these people. So anyway, the point is this, that you cannot go beyond scriptures. This is not acceptable. That's why our ISKM, we have drawn a clear line that we cannot be part of this. What do we say? What is the word? Idocracy, is it? Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. We cannot be part of this. It's not possible. I think we read, no? One should not associate with a hypocrite, correct? I think it's 333 uh, something, yeah? So the point is this, that we have to know all these things because we cannot be naive. If we simply accept all these things and act like a naive person, then our spiritual life will be derailed. You understand why? You see, again here. So if someone is speaking like that and we assume, we, we, we kind of clap hand with them, a wise person should not enter an assembly we know that the participants they are committing acts of impropriety. And if having entered such an assembly, he fails to speak the truth, speak falsely or pleads ignorance, he will certainly incur sin. You cannot be like, you know, I don't know Prabhu, I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm going there to see Krishna and, you see that? You cannot say that. There you have to draw line. That's it. Finish. They showed 4, 12, 33. 4 verses? No, they showed the um, 4, 12, 12, 13. To prove their point. 4, 4, 12? 33. 36. 33. 33. 33. What is that word? There's uh, Dhruva take, took his mother home. Who? Dhruva. 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 Ah, okay. Dhruva took his mother home. Back to Godhead. Yeah, Twelve? Four twelve thirty-six. Thirty-three. Four twelve thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three. Oh, they said the disciple can take the guru. Yeah. Alright, very good point, yeah. Bhakti Siddhanta is saying, if I, if I could perfectly deliver even one soul back home, back to Godhead, I could think my mission, propagating Krishna can't be successful. Uh? No, even before that, before that. Before that, huh? In the start, from the beginning of the Beginning. This incident proves, this incident proves, 
that the shiksha or diksha guru who has a disciple who strongly execute devotional service like Durga Maharaj uh, can be can can he can be carried by the disciple even though the instructor is not as one. Although Sunniti was not an instructor to Durga Maharaj, she was, was Yeah, I understand. So here it says in this verse that the, even if the disciple is not, I mean even the guru is not very strong, uh, but the disciple is very strong, can carry one to the, can carry the spiritual master back to Godhead. So in other words, if the spiritual master is somewhere rather than you're not very, then the disciple, you know, if he's very strong. Now our question is that, if you are learning everything from him, uh, how you can become stronger than him? Possible? This is a rare incident, you know, that Durva Maharaj, actually he went on the mother's court, he went and because his real guru is who? Uh, you understand? So like also Bilva Mangal Thakur, he was visiting this prostitute, you know, every day. Practically even his, after his wife, father's funeral, he went to see her. And it was a stormy night, it was raining heavily and you know, the water was choppy. He went through this, you know, no boatman would take him. So he started swimming and then he saw, he thought some lock, he caught all of a dead body. And he swam with the dead body and realizing, wow, this is a dead body. And then he went to a house, he knocked, it was so heavy rain, she thought he will not come and he closed the door, she went to sleep. Uh, he climbed over the wall, getting some rope, he thought it was rope, but actually it was a snake. He climbed over, jumped over, uh, he went and finally knocked, Chintamani, Chintamani, I am come. And when she opened the door, I said, wow, in this weather you still coming for this body? I, oh my goodness. If you only had such kind of love for Krishna, how big a devotee you would become? That word struck him. He said, you are right. Immediately he left, he went. You see how, and of course you know Bilbo Mangatapu, right? He's called what? What is his other name? What is his other name? Huh? No, no, Somugiri is a spiritual man. He is like, uh, there's another name for him. So, the point is this, that what we are saying is that, that he became so advanced, he was, you know, he actually he pricked his eyes. Huh? He pricked his eyes because he was going to Vrindavan and on the way he again got attracted to another woman and then he was following to the house and then this woman was Brahmin woman and then husband, you know, he met, what do you want? I want your wife. Oh. alright. So he went to and when he was in the room with her, he realized, what a fool, what am I doing? He said, can you give me your hairpin? So he took the hairpin and he pricked his eyes and he finished, no more. Vision. You see how this story lasts, is so powerful. You know, it's not a, and you want to save your guru. Can. Huh? Prabhu, only one gopi, no problem. Uh, yes, can you imagine how he is showing? Uh, and then in Vrindavan he was always singing and you know about Krishna and Krishna would come and Krishna he would like to, he would want to catch Krishna and there's a famous verse he says, you can escape from me Krishna but you cannot run away from my heart. I've caught you there and I've kept you there. So a pure devotee is always what? Having Krishna? 
So he so at once that he of course he definitely went back to Godhead. So he was glorifying the prostitute because she woke him up. You understand? So you see the parallel. Same way, Suniti, mother of Durva, because Durva made a lot of advancement, he saw the Lord personally. That also because of the benediction of Narada Muni. You understand? So it's not some kind of a situation here that everybody will save his Guru. This is <laughs> Actually, Prabhupada writes another point here, you can see here. And this verse, you see this important point here Prabhupada is making. Uh, this chapter is very important if you can read Nectar of Instruction and Mantra 5 for those who are not familiar. This gives the whole descriptions of this first class, second class, third class groups. So here Prabhupada saying <clears throat> a very long book out here, this chapter is very, very uh, all right, welcome there. The point is this here, see? Is very important. Srila eh? yes. Thakur has given some practical hint to the fact that an Uttama Adhikari Vaishnava can be recognized by his ability to convert many fallen souls into Vaishnavism. One should not become a spiritual master unless he has attained the platform of Uttama Adhikari. A neophyte Vaishnava or Vaishnava situated in the intermediate platform can also accept disciple, but such disciple must be on the same platform. See this point? Jai Sri Radha. So a neophyte or you know intermediate disciple uh, can accept the disciple but such disciple must be on the same platform. It should be understood that they cannot advance very well towards ultimate goal of life under his insufficient guidance. Therefore a disciple should be careful to accept and Uttama Adhikari as a spiritual master. So in other words, if you are accepting a, a, a spiritual master who is not so advanced, then how you can become more than him? Does it make sense? Can you become more than your Guru? Yes or no? No Prabhu, my case is special, I am more advanced. Another big point on this that if someone says something like this, you can say that is a paka rascal. Why? Because a neophyte devotee always thinks that he is more advanced, he is very, very advanced. That's the mentality of a neophyte devotee. Understand? He's always thinking that, you know, Prabhu, yesterday, you know, I chanted, so much tears came in my eyes, you know. <laughs> 
the other day I chanted a few hair scoodle. <laughs> Prabhu, you think I'm I'm at home, Prabhu? You know in the Bhagavad Gita, Bhagavad Gita says, no, this is means very advanced. You think I'm at once now, Prabhu? One guy told me, Prabhu, I'm I'm going to give blood, you know. Blood donation? What? You know, I'm at once, you know, my blood goes somewhere, they become devotees. <laughs> I mean, look at this. <laughs> I mean, I, I heard so many, so many from devotees. They're talking like this. You understand? This is the symptom of a person with the number one, what? Neophyte. And how you know a neophyte? The first thing you do is fighting. That's why it's called neophyte. <laughs> fighting. You understand? So we have to know this kind of a mentality. You understand? And if he's thinking like this, that means spiritually is what? A pure devotee, how he thinks? 23, 26? Huh? Although a pure devotee's standard is above all, he still considers himself to be the lowest state of life. It is the mood of a, a pure devotee. He thinks, I am such a rascal. I have no good qualification. Huh? I, am, I am so low. Look at everyone, they are doing so well, you know. Right? A pure devotee thinks like this. He never thinks that he is I think there's next line, right? What is it? Next line is it? I have no... Uh, I have no... What? 20? What is that in the same line? 20? What? This is how he thinks, okay? Oh my Lord! I do not have any love for you, nor am I qualified for discharging devotional service by chanting and hearing, nor do I possess the mystic power of Vaishnava, knowledge or pious activities, nor do I belong to the high, very high caste family. On the whole, I do not possess anything. Still, O beloved of the gopis, because you bestow your mercy on the most fallen, I have an unbreakable hope that is constantly in my heart. That hope is always giving me pain. This is how he thinks. Always in the what? Separation mood, the fallen mood, crying for. Just like I, I, I when was that I get the last talk, last Ekadasi? How, what's his name? The one who gave the rice to Sudama Vipra, alright? You know what he says? Kwa huh? Aham, who am I? What is that verse? Then, huh? see how he, he thinks, you know, although Krishna, then 81, 15. So here you see, in this verse, very important how they think, you know, pure devotees. No, not this one. 81, I'm huh? sorry.
See, there is a very important verse that you should memorize. Eh? This is it. Kwa aham. Kwa aham. Who am I? Daridra papiyan. I know you, you know the word, right? Daridra. Daridra means what? Very bad luck. There's somebody who's a very, very low, low. Papiyan. Fallen. Sinful. Kwa Krishna. Sri Niketanam. Brahma Bandureti Smaham. Bahubhyam. Parirambitaha. A very important word that you should. This is. By remembering all this thing, we can practice humility, you know, because humility is the most important thing to go to Krishna, God. Without humility, you cannot go. See? Who am I? A sinful, poor friend of a Brahmana. And who is Krishna? The Supreme Personality of Godhead, full in six opulence. Nonetheless, He has embraced me with His two hands. He's not proud at all, you know, oh, you see, I went there, Krishna embraced me, you know, you know who is Krishna? He's God, you know, and He embraced me, you know, now you see, I've become very pure. He sing like that, you know? He think, who is God? Krishna is Sri Niketan. Who am I? Papiyan and Daridra Papiyan, so fallen. A, see, there's a pure devotee, how they think. They never become proud, you know. Never. And whereas we, a little bit, we become proud. Correct, Prabhu, you know that day I sing very nice, huh? Yeah? Very nice voice, yeah? is it? Yeah? How we, you understand? Or we cook something, it is this nice, huh? Yeah, I cook, no Prabhu. See, how, see, this is neophyte. Neophyte, huh? always thinking of how to get credit, how to get huh? appreciation. Two different things, like me also. Bro, you like the class yesterday? <laughs> That's my habit. Oh, such a <laughs> so you see how this whole thing is, by just the consciousness, we can understand. By the speaking, we can understand what kind of consciousness huh, one is at. See, like here, how his consciousness, who am I? I'm a rascal, you know. In other words, you just say, I'm a rascal. Who is Krishna? He's God, you know. And yet he embraced me. The same thing Sanatana Goswami was also thinking. Nietzsche Jadi, Nietzsche Sangi. Huh? Understand? Who? Nietzsche. Nietzsche means what? Very low. I'm low class. So this is how our consciousness should be huh? trying to acquire. Whereas if you think that, look, I'm so advanced, I'm going to save my Guru. There's something wrong there. If a person speaks like that, then what? Whether he save his Guru or not save his Guru, you will know. You, you will know, is it? You can see behind like Duru Maharaj. See that they are coming in another plane. Can you see? Come on, whether you go on the plane or not, we don't know, you know. I've been talking nonsense. Today one of the Guru was telling, you know, he's going to pass away. He says, no, 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 the train is coming, I'm in the train station. I said, what? What kind of statement? Oh, so advanced, huh? he's waiting for Krishna in the train station. <laughs> yeah? I mean, understand? And here Madhavendra Puri, he's praying, he's so advanced. He's, you know, he, you know who is Madhavendra Puri? Huh? When, where I can see my Lord? Where are you? How? He's crying. And he is waiting in the train station. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is how you must know scriptures. You must know what is right, what is wrong. You understand? 
Because our base is what? Shastra. You know, we are not just eyes scam because we are eyes scam, we want to be different. Oh, Sundagopal, you want to be guru, you know, you know. Because you cannot go to Iskan and become guru, you'll become guru here. Yeah? Now it's friend. Whether I become guru or not guru <laughs> material. But the real thing is to have this knowledge. That's why the same words today, the same words, huh? the same words you see here. Same words actually, yeah? This is this. I think we are running out of time today. See the same thing, little different. Api chat asi papi biha. This today's word, api chat sudacharo, right? See? Uh, Sarve biha papa kriptamaha. Sarvam gyanam plave naiva. Vijrinam santarish, you see. Uh, you please take note, this is uh, 436, huh? Even, even if you are considered to be the most sinful of sinners, same thing, right? When you are situated in the boat of transcendental knowledge, you will be able to cross over the ocean of miseries. Two different. One, if you are even fallen, if you start chanting, finish, your life is successful. Correct? See, that is trying to show how devotional service is very high. Here, in the fourth chapter, Krishna is saying, even you are very fallen, but if you get this knowledge, you can cross. Goes where? If you want to get this knowledge, where you go? To spiritual master. To get spiritual master, he will tell you to practice. Devotional service is a roundabout way Krishna is saying. But the point is that you must know. You must get knowledge. You understand? Knowledge is very essential. That's why Krishna said, even though you don't know, if you are sincere, I am sitting in that, I'll give you the knowledge. Somewhere you must get that realization. That's very, very important. It's not that you just simply become a dodo, you know, I don't know, you know this word, dodo. You don't know. There's a bird called dodo bird, you know, in Madagascar. He was such a dodo, when he won't come, you will go there and they'll kill him easily. And they have done that, they practically they wiped out this bird already. Called Dodo bird is no more there in Madagascar because it's so stupid he goes and gets killed. That's why we, <laughs> in our English thing here yeah, we use this word Dodo. Don't be a fool, you know, Dodo. <laughs> Understand? It's not that you become a devotee and do you know, you know, you don't know what, what, what. You know. Understand? You have to know. Again, that's why Krishna said, with knowledge you can cross over. Of course, he went in ninth chapter and said, even you have no knowledge, if you just chant, that's it, you know, everything comes. Because for person who got Krishna, then everything is... Uh, you understand? So these are very important, I mean, today mostly of you are devotees, so I am giving this class to enlighten you to understand. You cannot take things for uh, granted, you have to know. Otherwise, anything they confuse you, then you'll think, that's also good, this is also good, everything is good. No. It cannot be like this. You follow? You must know why we are different, why we have to stand for Prabhupada and Krishna. Correct? Yes? Yes. Hmm. So, <coughs> getting late also, huh? So, this is just the first class devotee.
you cannot fall down and you will never fall down so again one more point Arihi Arihi Guna Nirguna Sakshat Purusha Prakitehe Paraha Sasavatra Gupadrasta Tampaja Nirguna Bhavas. Again, same thing. Eh? Hari, Lord Hari, however, has no connection with the material mode. Hari has no connection with Maya. He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the all seeing witness, eternal witness who is transcends the material nature. One who worships him becomes similarly free from the material modes. You understand this point? Anyone who worships him becomes similarly free from the material modes. To what degree you are free? That as Krishna says, As you surrender, I reward accordingly. So in the neophyte stage, we are always, what? Like a roller coaster, up, down, up, down, sometimes good, sometimes bad, you know, this is our third class position. So to encourage us, we have to take shelter of the devotees until we become strong. At least we come to the second class platform. Because second class platform and first class platform, there's no more fall downs. But if you remain in the third class platform, it's very dangerous. You understand? You may be swept away by your emotions and sentiment. You are not having sufficient knowledge. This is a very dangerous platform. This is especially if you are coming here once a week, even worse. Yes, what happened in between, I don't know. And another problem, no, no, I know better. Huh? You see how? So it's very dangerous. That's why to take association with that one body is very crucial. Understand? That's why it says, for such people who are coasting up and down, what is that verse? 10? 10, 20, 26, 10, 26, 11, 26, 33. So here you see, for a person in this platform, devotees are the only refuge of person fearful of falling into a miserable condition of life. That is another verse, no? Next one. Huh? Previous one, next one. Huh? 30? 32. So here you see, this is a very important verse again to exhibit how Krishna is so merciful. This is the point, yeah. The devotees of the Lord, peacefully fixed in absolute knowledge, are the ultimate shelter for those who are repeatedly rising and falling within the fearful ocean of material life. Such devotees are just like strong boats that come to rescue persons who are at the point of drowning. But this is what is important. That's why temple is important, devotees are important, association is important, prasadam is important, hearing is important, yes, and serving devotees. All these are very, very important. And if you don't want to do all these things, then 
You are like another phrase we use, a sitting duck. You know what is a sitting duck? Again, you are from India, you don't use all this. Maybe you're shooting. <laughs> For us, it means say, sitting duck means uh, duck is sitting and you can very easily shoot it. That means you can kill him easily. That's why we call him a sitting So you try to understand that we cannot become a sitting duck. Huh? Sitting duck means easy prey for Maya. So if you hook up with Krishna, then if you are in the third class, or second class is different, then immediately you are safe by the protection of the devotees. Otherwise it is very, very dangerous and difficult because Maya, she doesn't care. Even if the child touches the fire, he doesn't say it is a child and he will excuse him. No. Correct? That's how Maya works. So we have to be very, very careful. Because there are many, many things outside there. Especially our organization is very small. We are very, I mean practically, they are not so extensive. So, there is a problem. So you have to wake up and take shelter. Seriously. Otherwise again you go back, a problem. Alright, so to comfort you, I have to show you one more verse before I go. What is that? I-11... Uh, huh? 11.20, eh? 11.20? Yeah, correct. This is a very important verse for all of us neophytes. I have awakened, awakened faith in the narrations of my glories when disgusted with material activities, knowing that all sense gratification leads to misery, but still been unable to renounce all sense enjoyment. My devotee should remain happy and worship me with great faith and conviction. Even though he is sometimes engaged in sense enjoyment, my devotee knows that all sense gratification leads to a miserable result, and he sincerely repents such activities. So even though, yes, we are falling down, but we should, what? Pray to Krishna for, repent, I'm sorry, I, you know. As they say, what is that they say? The soul is, uh, the body is what? Weak and the soul is, uh, which is that? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so try to keep at it, don't give up. Take the humble approach, then Krishna will help us. You understand? That's why it says, and there's one more verse before I, <laughs> I don't, don't seem like I'm going, yeah? My mind is just going. This is another important verse that you should uh, take note, huh? Considering, considering, uh, Considering all this point, therefore intelligent man decide to solve all problems by adopting the devotional service of chanting the holy name of the Lord, who is situated in everyone's heart, and who is mind, who is a mind of all auspicious quality. Such persons do not are not within my jurisdiction for punishment. Generally they never commit sinful activity. But even if by mistake or because of bewilderment, bewilderment or illusion they sometimes commit sinful acts, they are protected from sinful reaction. 
because they always chant the Hare Krishna Mahamata. See the point here? Yes, fall, yes, but don't despair. Please continue chanting Hare Krishna. Only grace is to keep chanting. So please try to understand our position, pure devotee position, of course I didn't speak about the middle class, but the pure devotee position. So please try and keep association with devotees. That's the only safest thing you can. And if you give that up, then you this chanting Hare Krishna. Yes, but chanting Hare Krishna alone is very dangerous. You understand? It's very difficult also and dangerous. Because why? You can Sleep away. In fact, as the verse it says, they better to be locked up in a cage full of fire, snake, this, that, than to associate with the... You know, it's very subtle, you know. You, you may think, oh, okay, Prabhu, I go. It's subtle, you know, all talking to them, hearing them, you know, associating with them. The consciousness gets very polluted. You understand? It's very dangerous, you know. Maya is so powerful. I remember my own self, you know, some years, many years back. I was preaching to one Chinese uh, devotee and we went to visit him. You know. Then while visiting him, they, they, she came and offered all the sweet and all that. She said, this you can eat, this you can eat, this got no... Oh, this, this one, this got little leg, huh? Yeah, 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 little leg only. It's all right, huh? And the other boy I'm training, he's taking. I said, yeah, oh, little leg only. It's okay, huh? <laughs> In my mind, I say, what? <laughs> you see how dangerous it is, my So powerful, you know, you can be. I mean, you take the, let's take the morning program. Our Prabhu, today I want to chant my rounds now. Phew, I'm just going to just think of Krishna, correct? The moment you put your hand in the bead bag, where it goes? Where it goes? Correct? Yes? See, how much we are been what? Swept away. So therefore, take care. Very, very dangerous, Maya. So please, main saving catch is to come to the temple. So save the devotees. Make friends with the devotees. Make good friends with the... They will definitely help you. That's why we read the rising boat. Strong boat to save us from drowning from the. Yes? You don't feel good coming here? Or you feel good only in Prasadam time? Once? Yes? No? So, okay. Any questions? Any comments on this point? Of course, this is a very long subject. I'm just trying to put it in a little small. Time frame. You can always read our book. We have many books on the subject. Yes. One quick point was I remembered from our discussion with you that a pure devotee, even as an infant, never falls down. As a what? As a small child, also never falls down. A pure devotee. A pure devotee. Whereas these people who have now become shepherd devotees, in their childhood they would have eaten beef. No, that is different. Beef. So. And I remember an example from Shri Prabhupada's life when he was four years old, he was suffering from typhoid. The doctor said, give him chicken soup. 
So the parents said, forget it. They just put Shila Prabhupada that Krishna feeds them to let Krishna do what they No, they gave him. Eh? Hmm? They gave him the chicken soup. No, but I didn't. He did not. No, he gave him chicken soup and Prabhupada spit it out. And his father took it and threw everything out. Okay. That's there in the book. So even as the four-year-old, he never fell down. They probably asked Prabhupada, at what age you became Krishna conscious? Yeah. They asked Prabhupada this question, at what age you became Krishna conscious? Prabhupada said, four years old. You understand? What he meant that in the heart, how you got attracted to Krishna? When, at what age you completely, you know, I don't know, I'm 47, still not attracted. <laughs> Problem. <laughs> so, I, maybe you are, I think you are more. What age you got attracted to Krishna? <laughs> yes? Eh? What age? Five years old? You, you born the body, no? Five years old? <laughs> no? So, anyway. Try to understand huh, how we have to be very humble. Yes, be careful, not get your mind away, because you know, that's the nature of the neophyte devotee to always glorify himself. So be all right. Anything else? Anybody want to say something more? Huh? So I guess I will stop here. I thank you very much. <laughs>